There are no rules. No rules. You're listening to Degree Free on the Degree Free Network, where we talk about how to teach yourself, get work, and make money. No degree needed. Here are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. Maruyama. Aloha, guys, and welcome back to Degree Free. We are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Mariama. On this podcast, we share fundamentals we've discovered and the mistakes we've made while self-educating, getting work, building businesses, and making money. We'll tell you how to make it happen. No degree needed. Aloha, guys. Welcome back to Degree Free. Ryan and I are super happy to have you today. If you found something useful in a past episode or you find this episode extremely useful, please do feel free to check out our website, which is degreefreenetwork.com. On there, we have all the transcript of the blog posts. Um, And not only that, we have our guide. Our guide is going to tell you how to go about getting a job without a college degree. It's going to teach you how to apply, what you can do to improve your resume. It can also teach you how to find valuable skills and what I use to get my job without a college degree. So uh, welcome back again. Like and subscribe if you haven't so you don't miss anything. And let's get into today's episode. All right. Yeah. So let's get into it. So today we're going to be talking about how to pick employable skills. This is something that we come across a lot and it has to do with everybody that we're speaking to. Um, A lot of people think that they don't have any skills. Okay. Not only do they not have any skills, but then they're like, how do I identify the skills to learn or which skills to learn first? There's an endless amount of skills to be had and Everyone's like, well, I want to work in this industry. I want to do, do this job. What do, what should I learn in order to break into the industry? And so today that's kind of what we're going to be talking about. Not so much how to learn it, but just how to identify the skills that you might need in order to get yourself prepared for the job interview, or at least uh, get the skills that you would need to do the job, or at least to show to somebody on your resume that you've done this work and attain this proficiency in order to at least get a job interview. Yeah, a lot of people, um, we have a we have an epidemic of uh, self-elimination in people who are applying for jobs. People will ruthlessly weed themselves out from applying for jobs that they don't match every bullet point in the job description. Uh, this happens a lot. And so what I get, um, what I get on TikTok a lot is people asking, uh, what, what can I do? Like, what, what skill should I pick? You know, how do I, like, how do I pick? And, and I didn't realize it until I started getting asked this question. Um, but I remembered after, after I started seeing it a lot, I remembered what I felt like when I was like, shoot, I need to get, I need to get something. I need to learn something useful. And I was just like, how do I, how do I find something useful? You know, how do you weed through it? And I think that when we've talked about it in past episodes where we've talked about people needing to go through job descriptions and actually read them and see what's in the job description. But once you've done that and you've got a list of like 10 things that you're like, okay, I see this acronym here, or I see this, whatever this software is here. Um, or I see that they want me to know how to use PowerPoint or Excel, um, and it, I realize a lot of our podcasts, if we had a dollar for every time I was like, well, learn Excel, you know, learn Excel, but really though. Um, and the reason for this is because a lot of people are under the, they're under the misconception that the college is telling you what you need to know. 
to do work, but they're not. You know, the college is not the company and the college is not the company that's going to employ you specifically. So how are they supposed to know what the company that you are going to work for needs you to know how to do? They can't. And there's no way for them to know that. And it, college degrees are so general in comparison to how granular a job may be that they cannot really effectively tell you what proficiencies you need to have. Only the job can tell you that. And if you're looking for a job in a specific industry or you're trying to get um, a specific position at a specific company, only that company can tell you what it is you need to know to do that work. Yep, absolutely. I agree. I think what's interesting is I wonder if, and this I'm kind of going on a tangent here, and I wonder if college used to do that. I right? think it did. Like, I wonder if... You came out of college and you were ready to bang. Well, like, jobs were more general. That's what I was just, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was, I was just thinking about that. I was thinking with the proliferation of technology, jobs are becoming like hyper specific. Like, um, and I think that's an ongoing debate of what, what's more valuable. Somebody that's hyper specific or somebody that's a generalist. What a lot of these companies are doing is they're getting these younger kids, you know, the ones that should be going to college by all accounts, and they're saying, like, here, come work for us. And then they're promising to pay their tuition to buy them college degrees on the back end, which makes sense because the thing is, one, they might a lot of them might not use it. If they stay long enough, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna move up, right? If they stay and they work hard, they're gonna move up. That's just how it's gonna work. And so some of them might end up getting their college paid for by the company that they work for as an investment into their into their future, right? It's different there because the kid is not the one paying for the degree. The company is, which makes sense, really, because the company should be the one who tells you, oh, okay, well, you know, if you want to get a degree, then we'll give you a raise to here, but we'll pay for it. All right, fair enough. This kid's cash flow positive, so who cares, right? What difference does it make? But the thing is, they're going to learn work first. And they're going to learn to work in their specific department. So you're going to have somebody who works in the deli at Walmart and they're going to have hyper specific knowledge about the deli and Walmart. And then they're going to go get whatever, you know, hospitality, whatever degree they're going to get. You know what I mean? And so that's different than the buy this general degree here and then hope that something in there is relevant to the job that you're actually going to get after four to six years of doing that. You know? Yeah. So I see what you're saying. And this is basically what we've been saying from the beginning, which is going to college first is basically putting the cart before the horse. Um, if later, later on, if you want to get a college degree and it makes sense to economically, um, and there's a good reason to later on do it later, do it afterwards. I guess that's something that we have to explore about whether or not it, it, it pays to be a generalist or, or, uh, or have a specific skill set, you know? I, and I think it just depends. I think there are different criteria. Whereas like, if you work in a smaller company, gen this is generally speaking, if you work in a smaller company, you're gonna wear more hats, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just as much to do as if you run a big company, maybe not quite as much because there's not as much revenue, there's not as much people, um, but everything still needs to get done. Marketing, sales, accounting, you know, HR, whatever, and then whatever, making the product or make, providing the service, whatever it is. 
So you're going to wear more hats. And sometimes it pays to be more of a generalist in those areas. And I think if you work in a bigger company, generally speaking, you know, a lot of times you're just going to do one specific thing, right? Here's your one specific thing. Like This is all you do. You, you know, you code like the interface with like the interface of this mobile app. Like that's all you do. Right. Like you're, you're a backend engineer of the shopping cart part of the app. Yeah. Like that's all you do and you don't do anything else. Right. And so that's just generally speaking, but I think that that's, that's, that's why this is important. That's why being able to identify which skill, which skills to pick based off of what you want to do, you know, I think a lot of it is just being able to figure out, and we've talked about this before, figure out what you want to do. Also, when we say what you want to do, what you want to do can just be making money. That's fine. Like, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I was just about to say that. I was literally just figure out how much money you want to make, figure out if you want to work in a certain industry figure out if you want to work inside, outside. And we've talked about this before, you know. Um, okay, now, the broader you keep it, the more things you're going to be looking at, right? Might be, might be more difficult to pin things down. Might be a lot easier. Um, so what I mean by is that is like, okay, I need to, I want to make $100,000 and I want to work indoors. Um, now that can be, that's super broad. That's a lot of things. That's a lot. That's everything. That's literally everything. Um, okay. Maybe one of those skills that you're going to be looking at. So you're going to be looking at pretty much everything under the sun. You're going to be looking at pretty much every job application under the sun. And you're going to be going through it. And it might be that something sticks out that you see on it. You know, my suggestion and it's super boring and it really blows. <laughs> it really blows. But my suggestion is to use some sort of Don't say it. Data oh. analysis. A spreadsheet. Thing. He wants you to make a spreadsheet, people. It would probably be easiest to sort it in a spreadsheet. <laughs> Ryan loves spreadsheets. Guys. It's probably it'd be easiest to sort it in a spreadsheet. Did you? <laughs> well, okay. I was I about to make a joke. That's but really terrible. It was gonna be. It was gonna be about math, and I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> so that's like. Basically, though, what's also funny about that is that that that. You want to know, I realize that we've not been super specific for people that are listening to this to get an actual answer yeah, to this question. Sorry, we're just No, we're just we're just goofing around. But seriously though, um a good way the way to find it is look at aggregate in a spreadsheet. It sucks. <laughs> it's not fun, guys. I'm sorry, but this is just what you got to do. You can use a notepad if you want. I use a notepad because I'm a holdout on spreadsheets, but spreadsheets are easier so use a spreadsheet if you want right uh you know take list down five different jobs and then in in those you know in the columns put the different skills there's bullet points put the bullet points in each column that you see that the job description is asking for and see what thing is repeating the most i guarantee you 
for most white collar office jobs, they're going to want you to know how to use Excel. They're going to say Excel and then they are going to say pivot tables. Those are the two things. If you know how to do those things, you are pretty much worth your weight in gold to a company. I just want people to understand. And Excel is a free thing if you don't have a computer. If you don't have internet, you can go sit your butt in a library and use YouTube to teach yourself Excel at a library for free. Yeah. You can. I think that goes into, like the first point is finding skills backwards, mm-hmm. right? So like it's everything that we're talking about. Go to the job descriptions, go to the companies basically. We're saying go to the companies, find out what skills that they're asking for you to know and then yeah, like what do they need you to organize do? that in some fashion. Ideally, it'd be something very easy to compile and sort through the data. Something similar to, but doesn't have to be a spreadsheet. Spreadsheet optional. Spreadsheet is optional. You can use it. You can do it. You can do a Word doc. You could do pen and pen and pen, pen and paper. That's fine. There's two types of people in the world. Whatever's <laughs> whatever's easiest for you, but it's got to get done. All right. So you're gonna find the skill backwards, and then you're gonna go through these skills, and then you're, it. You know, five to 10 of these jobs is probably plenty. That's more than you need because you know what? You're going to narrow it down because if you're looking for at this point, if you're looking at job titles to the point where you're picking jobs, you don't need that many because now you're in at least the genre of job that you're trying to get. Yeah. Right. So five to 10 is plenty. Yeah. And that's, that's not a lot. Okay. Do that. Now something's sticking out at you. So I, I want to make an example of this really quick. So if you were trying to get a job as uh, as an office administrator, you would find five office administrator slash office manager reception roles. You would put five of those roles into a spreadsheet or on a notepad, and you would then see which skill is most often repeated because there will be overlap in those job descriptions. There will be because... It, most jobs are really close to each other. They are not, there's not that many unique jobs. They are mostly all pretty much the same, especially when you get to like white collar, when you get to white collar work, that's, 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 they're all the same. Yeah. And I think there's a, there's a couple of things here is that it would make sense if you were to look at these job descriptions and see which one of these comes up most often. Also, which one of these is the easiest to learn in the shortest amount of time or with the least amount of money the le- with the least amount of money but is also going to have the greatest impact yep right like so that's why we're saying excel because it's it's high if you can harp on your excel proficiency and you can teach it to yourself relatively quickly which most people can because it's it's really not that as much as i don't like it it's not that complicated so I, I have an Excel story. I have an Excel Ooh. story. Um, <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. For later. But I did want to say the, the second thing is once you identify that skill, it could be Excel. It could be a proficiency at another, um, like a CRM. It could be a proficiency. It could be a proficiency at... Um, Familiarity with email marketing. Right. Exactly. Uh, you know one, how to do Facebook ads? Right. Facebook ads, Google ads. Um you know how to post on Instagram and write captions? Exactly. Or you, and you know um, you know how to schedule out social media posts. You know how to engage 
with with social media, you know how to uh, create a YouTube channel, create and market a YouTube channel. It could be something, it could be anything. It, it, it could be anything. But once you figure out what that is, my suggestion is that you learn it. For some people, it's going to be very difficult. And I'm not saying that you're going to love it. You have to kind of be willing at this point to learn things that are useful and not things that you necessarily love. That lights your fire, for lack of a better term. Right. Because I'm sorry, babe. Nobody's ever, no one's ever had a fire lit by Excel spreadsheets. I, I agree. I agree. For, for, for reference, Ryan makes a lot of spreadsheets. I, and I make more now than I used to, which was zero. Yes. I agree. Excel spreadsheets, that's a perfect example of something that's um, very, it's not easy to learn, actually. Simple. It's simple to learn, to learn, to be proficient enough in it probably takes, if you know nothing about Excel spreadsheets, if you know nothing about- How long do you think it takes? uh, To be proficient enough, okay, so let me tell you in story form. Please. So (laughs) um, a little while ago, we had a, I had a childhood friend visit. He's an engineer. Hopefully he's listening to this. Um, And- Shout out. Shout out. You know who you are. And um, we, I picked him up and we went to go eat lunch. And we were talking. And um, we don't see each other very often. We were kind of talking about stuff. And he was just talking. He's now a senior engineer at a big company. Um, like, you'd know the name of the company. Yeah. He's a, he's a senior engineer at one, at one of these companies. And um, we're talking. And um, he's just like, man these engineers that are coming in, like these new engineers right out of, right, like right out of college that are coming in um, off the street, they just like, they don't even know Excel. And I was like, oh man, that sucks. Like, that's crazy. And I, cause I was talking about his job. His job is interesting. Uh, engineering is, is interesting. Um, and, and I was like, oh man, that sucks. Like what, like they, what, like, what are they, what are they struggling with? And, um, I was like, they what? They're they're like they don't they don't know functions or something like that. They they can't do like, um, simple like logistical, like I don't know coding or whatever it is. I, I don't know. I this shows you how how much I paid attention in college because I took an Excel course that I literally slept through the entire time. Um, nice. And here I am. Was it a good nap? It was very refreshing. I was bartending at the time, so. I needed, it was first class in the morning on like Tuesdays, Thursdays at like eight o'clock. Why you would put like an advanced Excel spreadsheet class at eight o'clock in the morning or whatever it is. That's bold of I them. know. And I was like. Very bold. And I was bartending. So wake up and I was super tired. So that, so I slept. You were also probably not completely sober at I, that point. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> to be perfectly honest. But anyway, and so I didn't learn much in that class. Unfortunately, I'm shocked. Yeah, which I which I paid more attention. But anyway, so I'm like, oh, so what? Like, what are they struggling with? Like, what what don't they know? Like, um, simple functions, logistical modeling, or something like that. And he's just like, oh no. He's like, more more basic than that. I was like, 
What do you mean? Like, like they don't know how to do pivot tables or something like that. Like they don't know how to make charts. And you're just like, no, 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 way more basic than that. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you know that square in the bottom corner that you like that that turns black, and then you like put up you curse over, and it's like a, and you go like one, two in the first two in the first two rows, and then that little square you highlight it, and that little square pops up with a plus sign. And when you drag it down, it goes one, two, three, four, five, however long you continue it. And you can continue a function like that or you can continue it with data, any data set. You can continue it like that. And he's just like, I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I have to like teach them what that is. And I'm like, what? Like, wait, these are, these are engineers. And I mean, these are engineers in that. Okay. I'll take that back. They're engineers. They're engineers because they're, they they work. They pass. They pass through. Yeah. They work. They work as engineers. They're engineers. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to take that away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't mean it like that. They are engineers. But like, they don't have a core competency that engineers need. Right. And I was like, like, I, cool, and I was, like, I was like, I'm not over exaggerating. Like, core competency. I, no, I know. And I, yeah. so that's why that's why I I spoke with him about it. And I as for those listening, I am more proficient in Excel than that. Um, well, and, but I didn't learn it in college, actually, even though I took that Excel class. No, I you mean, learned it later when you needed it. I learned it later when I was, when I was an accountant, hmm. you know what I mean? I needed it then. You know what I mean? I was like, how often are you guys looking at spreadsheets? He's like, he's like, I don't know, a hundred times a day, hundred times a day. I was like, also not a lot. I like, Whoa. <laughs> I was like, that's like, that seems like a really rudimentary skill for them to know. You know what I mean? Just autofill. Uh, and I was like. Okay, so with that story being said, with that story being said, if there are entry level engineers, and then I asked him, and then my my follow up question because he knows that I do this, and uh, we do this, and I was like, do you think, do you think that these engineers, do you think that they need the degree? Do you think a degree was necessary for them to get this job? And like, oh, and is it is it necessary for them? Like, do you think that they're better at their job because they're engineers. And do you have any coworkers that don't have degrees that are engineers? He said, I was surprised because he did go to college. Yes. He he's, very, to, he's very, he's very papered. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Um, he did go to college. He's, um, very academically smart. Yeah. He works very hard. He worked his butt off. And, um, and he's just like, you know, honestly, I don't really think that you need to go to college in order to do my job. You know, I'm just like, all right, that's right on. Um, you know what's crazy is I had somebody, I had somebody on, and and this is what this is the most interesting thing. I see this a lot now. I had somebody who did it today, but I see it a lot, which is people saying like, "Fine, if we're gonna, if if people are gonna start hiring people without college degrees, then I need them to have at least five years experience before they start." And I'm like, that's interesting because you don't require that of entry level college graduates when they first get into a job and they are basically starting from the same exact level of knowledge almost exactly i was like they don't know anything about the job when they get to the job they never had a job they were in school they were in college you know this is the first time they've ever had an entry level whatever job insert insert whatever field job and um the difference really between somebody without a degree and somebody with one who's starting from that same position 
basically nothing. It's negligible, I would say. You might have a few outliers who like really study and like really driven and self-taught and stuff like that. But the thing about those people is that they would be like that regardless. They, they didn't learn it because of college. They learned it rather in spite of college, I would argue. That's very opinion heavy, but that's just my, that's just my viewpoint. Yeah. And so just to finish up that story and to answer your question, how long does it take to become that proficient in Excel is I can get you that proficient at Excel at that proficient at Excel in 10 minutes. Oh, I mean, oh. to be more proficient than these, than these entry level engineers. Right. Right. To the point that, to the point of which you're doing rudimentary functions. Uh, I mean, we can do that in a day, maybe. There's just a couple of things that you have to understand first, but I mean, as long as we have a goal that we're working towards, right? I think that's a problem with general learning, and I, and I've I, I've dealt with this myself. Is whenever I've tried to learn something, to just to learn it, I've almost never learned it. I've never, yeah, I've never succeeded. Right. That's what we talk about with work. Right. We've talked about at the very beginning of this, of all of this and is, um, what's the most important thing about work is like the why, right? Like, why are you going to work every day? And I think that that needs to be abundantly clear to everybody. Right. I mean, you're going to work for money. All right. Well, what does money, what does money mean to you? Right. What's the story you tell yourself about money? Well, why is that important? So I can feed my kids, so I can send my kids, so I can send my kids to college. We, set, we hear that fucking all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, so that I can go on a vacation once a year. You know, and anyway, anyway. Yeah, so, so I, I can, can go out to dinner with my family right. a lot. So I can go, to, so I can, so I can shop at Whole Foods, and then I don't have to look at the at how much things cost. Yeah. Right. Like that's why I work. Right. And I think that that is that is the number one thing that people need to do before they even every morning. They need to understand why they work. So I think learning is exactly the same way. Okay, a good example is um, when I first started to uh, build websites, um, I was first trying to learn HTML and CSS. I I was just trying to make a site. Like I was just trying to learn it. I was following like this Mozilla, Firefox, whatever. And then I followed a couple of other like tutorials and stuff. And it just wasn't clicking. It didn't make sense to me. I was like, I did it perfectly and I made it how the thing wanted me to make it, but there was no purpose behind doing it. So I forgot it all. Right. But then we started, then we started our first business. Right. And our first business was a dropshipping site. Okay. Now I had, now I had a reason to learn it. I didn't know how to build a website before that. You know what I mean? I didn't know what, I mean, I had an entry level. I knew how to spell HTML and I know how to spell CSS. That's it. Great start. Great start. That's all, And that's all I knew. But then I had the why. And you saw me. I spent hours. You know, I saw I was working. I was at the time I was in a I was an accountant during the day. I was a bartender at night. And then on my, all my nights off from that, I spent hours. Hours, hours, hours at the computer yeah, learning. To fix the buttons and yeah, trying le- to learn, trying to make. Oh, I want this button to be raised. And... Right, learning how to learning how to learning how to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, I didn't even know that there was a different. I didn't know that um, 
there was things, you know, content management systems. I didn't, I didn't know what that was. What is, what is WordPress and Drupal and Joomla? What is Shopify? What Bless is big, you. what is big commerce? Right? right. What is WooCommerce? What are, what are these things? Mm. You know what I mean? I didn't know that I needed to know one of these use this thing called PHP and one of these things use this thing called liquid. And then one of these things uses, what is SQL? You know what I mean? Like I didn't know any of that, but I never would have, I never would have learned it if I didn't have the why. No, that's why you need it. Cause I just realized uh, I always struggled with that. That's, I think that's a lot of the reason I struggled in school with math. It's like, why? And no one could ever give me a good reason. Like, I, you know, I know I'm obstinate and everything about math, but at the same time, I like I asked, I said, what am I going to do with this? Like, what am I? And it's sincerely, I was like, what am I going to do with this? And no one ever answered me. And I was sincere. I was like, well, what, like, what does, like, what does this do? And no one ever gave me any sort of, I think they, I did, I don't think I ever got an answer at all, much less a satisfactory one. And so I just stopped paying attention. Cause I was like, I don't think this is useful. Cause nobody told me why it was even when I asked. And so, um, I just realized that the only time that I've ever like really pushed through that and did something that was technical or, ma- you know, math or number heavy was when I got my Salesforce admin cert. And it was because I saw it in a job application. I was like, I need to get this. I have to get this to apply for this job for these jobs. And so that's why I got it. And I think that that is really important because that you need your why you're learning the skill to, Mm -hmm. to get you to your why you're going to work every day. And, and I think that that brings us to like kind of point two ish. We kind of touched on it, but like figuring out what you don't hate. I think the key thing, the key point that I think people need to take away though. So, and I'm I'm just going to call it a lie because it is um, a lie that we're told all our whole lives if you if you grew up going into american to an american school they tell us that they imply and they just flat out tell us that we should love our jobs that we should be passionate about our jobs there is nothing wrong with being passionate about your work or job there is nothing wrong with loving it the problem becomes when you sacrifice your financial security for that before you realize that's what you're doing. And I'll explain this a little bit more, but I mean, what happens is people go to college, like, I'm going to go pursue my passion of teaching or whatever. And they don't look up how much money they're going to get paid. And they don't look up what what they actually are going to need to live in the way that they'd like to. Um, and this is true for people that go into all different forms of work, right? But if you have lo- if you have life goals that cost money, you are going to end up resenting this passion job because it's going to underpay you, take your emotional energy from you and trap you in that place. Um, especially if you paid for four to six years to get a degree in it, because people get very boxed in when they dig themselves in, you know, and now they have debt that they have to pay off and they have to use this degree in this way. Uh, I get that people are maybe moving on a little bit more now, but at the same time, people are still really trapping themselves into this, where this like my work, like I have to love my work. Like, no, you don't. You have to do your work. You have to get paid for your work. It really does not matter what you do. You just have to be okay with doing it. And that's good enough. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, So being willing to do work because it needs to get done, 
just helps. It just helps you because it opens up more options to you and you might be able to find something that pays you well enough to actually do what you want on your own time without having to substitute work as your passion. Um, Another problem with that is that when you believe that your work is your passion, it allows companies to lowball you. It allows them to pay you less and you will be okay with it because you feel that you you have this obligation to love this this thing, but it's just, it's a company, it's employing you and you don't have to love it to do work. So I think that sounds really irrelevant to what we're talking about. Um, and it kind of is, to be honest, but it's irrelevant and that's a second order effect. It's irrelevant that what you're talking about is downstream from picking these employable skills, right? Like, so upstream from all of that, that you're talking about is at the very impetus of this, you have to kind of be willing to learn something that you're not super thrilled about. That's just to make it, just to wrap it up of how that relates to what we're talking about today. I'm more saying that to the people who have have that mindset and are now struggling with the financial reality of the results of it. So if you're looking to pick employable skills, Make sure you find them backwards, which means look to the companies to tell you what they're hiring. Do not listen to what the college is telling you about what they're hiring. The colleges has the colleges have no idea what's going on in the hiring markets um, because they're not the ones hiring. Uh, they're selling, they're selling, and the companies are the ones hiring. So just go to the go to the companies, look at the job descriptions, organize them on a notepad or Excel sheet, and figure out what they're hiring for. And then from there, pick what skill you're going to pursue. Now, pick something that you don't absolutely positively hate you know you don't have to love it but just find something you don't hate that you can learn for the least amount of money and time um so basically just trying to get the biggest bang for your buck so also um just yeah as quickly as possible for as little as possible and that makes you as hireable as possible so all three of those things ideally yep and you don't have to stop at one skill obviously you just if if there's if there's a list of three to four skills that you that you've identified you you can do all three of them you can do all four of them it's just this is the order that you're going to go this is the order that you're going to do them in and then just because you they've identified that there are these four skills throughout all of these job applications doesn't mean that after you've attained one of them that you can't just apply to the job Right. I mean, it doesn't doesn't mean that you can't apply to the job without any of it. I mean, you could just you could apply to the job. Yeah, you should. And then apply, and then they reject you, or your your resume doesn't get through. Then okay, if the job's still up after after you've done the first one, apply again. All right. If after the second one, they, they reject you again. After you've picked up the second one, apply again, and just and rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And and then just just iterate, just teach yourself more stuff. So if, if that were a good example of the way this would look was like learn Excel, apply for a job that says they require a lot of Excel proficiency, they turn you down. Okay, well, you know what else is on here? Uh, they also want that person to have a customer service experience. Oh, wait, you have customer service experience. Great. Now you have two of the requirements. And then another thing you see on there is proficiency with a certain type of software. So then go take a certification course in that software. Now you're triple threat and apply again. And I think so... Another thing, just to kind of sum it up, what we talked about, specifically about Excel, um, it it doesn't take much to become proficient enough with it. it it's really I, what these companies say is advanced Excel. Um, I, I think it's not that advanced. 
you can learn it in a week. I think you're right. Um, they're just happy. They're just happy to have somebody that knows that you can have more than one spreadsheet in your workbook. You know what I mean? What? Yeah. I'm just kidding. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do know that. That's and, about all I know. But and okay. Not only that, the most important thing. I mean, even with work, right? When learning these skills, you got to remember the why. And only you can figure that out. And it's important because without the why, you might not understand, you might not be motivated to learn these skills. You might just be thinking, ah, I'm just learning these skills to learn these skills. It's a waste of time. Especially if you are doing something that you're not super thrilled about, especially if you're not doing something that is quote unquote your passion. If you're not doing that, then you're like, ah, why am I doing this? And you have to have a strong why to keep you going because learning Excel, especially if you don't know why you're learning it. I mean, especially if you don't know, like if you don't have like a specific Excel problem in front of you. Like pulling teeth. Yeah. It's like, what I have to create my own problem in order to figure this out. Right. But you have to remember the why of why you're learning it. And that's to get hired so that you can make money to do whatever. Right. I mean, just remember that. And I think that that kind of wraps it up. Uh, I think that this was a pretty important episode. Yeah. I think, the, I think, I think it unexpectedly became more important than I thought it was at the beginning. Well, no, I think it's more, I think it was more, I think it was important from the very beginning in that this is one of the things that people come to us and say, like, I don't have skills. Like, how do I figure out what to do? Yeah. Like, I don't have skills. How do I acquire skills? Like before I even acquire the skills, how do I pick which skills to acquire, right? Usually the question is, is how do I learn the skills? But the question you need to answer before that is this question. Is how do you find them? It's how do you find them? How do you decide? Yeah. How do I even decide where to spend my energy? And that's why this is important because you need to pick the skills that you're going to learn before you learn the skills that you're going to learn. All right, folks, thank you so much for watching. Please like and subscribe so you don't miss anything. And as I said, if you found any of this actionable or you're wondering what to do next, we do have a guide on our site. Um, you can grab that and it will go through how to go about doing these things. And it will tell you how to find employable skills, how to figure out what soft skills you have, how to do a resume, how to do a cover letter, how to apply. Just really useful, really actionable stuff. Yeah, and uh, once again, guys, if you guys haven't already, if you guys could... Uh like and subscribe it leave a review if you can um it really helps to get our message out there it really helps to get our podcast out there so that other people can see it um yep until next time guys aloha